If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things he said and she said. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his best in the world to my best there is, best you was, best you are. We'll be aiming the mic, your least favorite podcast host. How's everyone doing? Of course. And before we get into today's pod, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, we have covered the brawl out debate and the brawl out debate or this this story that has evolved over the past several weeks, months, even the fight between CM Punk, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Ace Steel. There, there was a whole scrap backstage. You can go check out our other pods talking about this and the AEW locker room. But today we're here to kind of expand on that story a little bit and talk about a few other wrestling deets that have been floating around the wrestling business as we stand here today. Now, the newest bit of information that has come out is that we do know Punk is the one who threw the first punch, allegedly. Like I, I was saying, that. we do know, but it's allegedly. No, it, 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 no, no, no. He's fired said that he did throw the first punch. Well, I'm going to say allegedly for now to cover our cover our uh, oh, rear oh, end. All right, all right. You you want to play devil's advocate? I see. I'm the legal. I'm the legal person here. At Get Comfy Incorporated. I thought you were a doctor. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, there was also news that the reason why CM Punk threw the punch, and you know, I honestly. I would have thrown a punch, too, if this happened to my dog. But his dog was standing in front of the door that the Young Bucks kicked down, apparently. But that's allegedly. Allegedly. That's allegedly. Because Punk did say that he um, retracted a statement saying that the the Young Bucks didn't kick down the door. Yeah, and there was a thing that, like, he took the dog to the vet and his teeth were broken. They had to be removed. So there's, there's that. But the beefier bit of information we want to talk about is that Kenny Omega got bit by a steel. Yeah, I mean that's that's also kind of like a that's a scrappy move biting and, someone and, in a fight. And he threw a chair too. That's an ankle biter move, you know. It's like the Chihuahua that you know yeah. is just bad and just will bite your ankles all day. What what do you, what do you call that the the chair thrown? 
that's just choosing violence. There, there's like um, I, there's like a TikTok out there in the world or a Vine back in the day where someone it was like a it's one of those like low quality videos and someone just throws a whole desk at someone sleeping. So that that's what that reminds me of. But on the recent episode of Dynamite, there was a video ish thing that was released and it showed the elite Kenny, you know, the Bucks kind of being Thanos snapped, as you called it, like out of existence. Yeah. And, you know, for the past couple of weeks since the fight, no mention of the Young Bucks and Kenny, no mention of the Punk. And they were taken away from the opening intro packets as well and all that. And then today was the first episode of AEW where they actually showed the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in there. And they just been snapped away. If this is not a, you know, a return... Or, you know, part of a storyline. I think they're going to come back as a heel in saying that, yo, we came, we, and going to be like, yeah, we were just defending our name and then we just get suspended for that. I feel like we're getting a heel turn. It's all, all right. work. It's all work, brother. All right. So this is my Appreciate problem you. I have with that. Yeah. No, that's the, that's the acclaim thing, the scissoring. Uh, scissor me, daddy. He's using office equipment or he's selling office equipment, as Corey Graves put it, which was genius. <laughs> but, um, all right, I don't like this. It gives me the ick, and what? I'll tell you why no, it gives me the ick. What part gives you the ick about the, showing the Young Bucks and Kenny Munga being erased on TV? That, but the reasoning behind it. Now, it's very that's much... That, that's my stupid. It's not said that's the reason just, well, it's just kind not. of like implied too right mm-hmm. you think you, you think. think you think so the the reason why this gives me the ick you know we make our bread and butter off wrestling rumors we talk about mm-hmm. it we expand on it mm-hmm. that's yeah. all it is i like butter yeah of course everyone you know you gotta like some butter it's very uh, wholesome but the idea that this has been done in wrestling before where real life problems and such have been used in the ring but this story in particular much like we said at the top of the pod very much he said she said legal troubles have gotten through the roof there is a whole situation where AEW might want to buy punk out of his contract and just ship him off into the world and say we don't want you no more shout out to andy throwing woody to the ground. I don't want to play with you no more. But breaking, breaking news: as of twenty three hours ago, Triple H has seemingly changed his mind about CM Punk about coming to WWE. Well, that that's what we wanted to touch on at the end of the pod. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped. Uh, I just Twitter just blew up on me right now. I'm sorry. We have to deliver breaking news. That's how we yeah. do. But the reasoning why this gives me the ick is because AEW is. Uh, and this is all, I'm assuming, based on the video package that they released. They are using this angle, the fight behind the scenes, threatening of suspensions, the this, the that. In the title shops, the title was um, being shipped to the trail title after winning it. Yeah, so they're using all of that. Now, there really isn't like, all right, what's the story behind that video? They're leaving it up to the people on the dirt sheets and like the people who talk about wrestling rumors. And it's kind of like they're leaving it to them to fill in the blanks. AEW is not doing a good job storytelling. Whether you do like a vignette of like, oh, like all of our time in AEW, everyone hated us because 
we're the ones who started this company. If they drop something like that and then did that video or something along those lines, sure, you have a story. It's more or less the elite coming back to AEW and they're the top guys and they know it and they're going to just brag about it until the sun comes home or the, what is it? The cows come home. Moo. Moo. I don't know. It's just kind of like weird that this wrestling company, arguably a competitor to WWE, whether you view it that way or not, they're leaving it up to the dirt sheets to tell a story. And that will not go over well at all because they can construe their own narrative, not control their own narrative, but they can kind of like make their own story and base it off rumors. And then it's kind of like, all right, Tony Khan, what's going on in this week's episode of Dynamite? Where's Dave Meltzer? Where's Sean Ross Sapp? Where's you Brian know, Alvarez? Brian Alvarez. It's like, all right, what, what have they been saying on the dirt sheets? It's like, no, you're you're supposed to be writing the stories. Like, create something. Like, don't just leave it up to the general public because it'll just go in the wrong direction. Um, first, yeah, I agree 100%. Like, there's something wrong with that. And, like, and, then, and you also, the dirt sheets are more for the hardcore fans that, like, need to know what's going on in the day to day. It's the casual fans don't look at the the sheets. They don't watch it. Because I remember when I was in, was it 2011? It's when I, I found out about Wrestling Inc. And I found out at that time, I'm like, oh, this is this is like when SmackDown was pre-taped. And mm-hmm. I found out that, that was, it was it was a night that Christian lost his every title for the first night. I found out on Tuesday. This is how I, this is crazy. I remember this, but I remember what I had two days ago. That's um, a mood. That's a mood. And I remember it was on a Tuesday and I found out that Christian, no, it was on Friday, sorry. Christian, there was a pre-tape of Tuesday, so it was ready aired. And I found out Christian lost his war title to um, Randy Orton on Tuesday night. That, and then that was me, 2011. That was probably, I would say, sophomore or junior, one, one or the other. And I was just a casual fan at the time. And so like shows you like how a lot of casual fans like myself didn't know about Wrestling Inc. or the Dirt Sheets or WrestleTalk or... Cultureholic, all these new. Now there's like more. At the time, there was only so many um, there. But yeah, no, like AEW needs to do a better storytelling. But I gotta say, when they're out of the smoke of all this whole, you know, the locker room being thrown apart, dogs being kicked, people getting by, been chairs flying down, out of everything, one star inadvertently became a megastar. And that, and he's simply better than you. It's MJF. He literally, out of everything that went down, just became the top face of AEW, even though he's still freaking being a badass heel. Can we talk about that? Like how there's no face turn. Everyone was like, all right, we don't like seeing Punk anymore. Bugs and Candy are gone. Oh, shit, look, it's MJF. Let's go chair him now. I feel like that was a given, though. Like, MJF, it was just more or less when they just decide to run with him. And it looks like he's coming up on his time now with John Moxley. But it was, supposed to, be, it was supposed to be John and Punk. That's how yeah. it ended. And then Punk was like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm old. I'm tired. I'm yeah, beat up. Uh, I'm injured. Yeah, we'll get on a CM Punk rant in a few seconds here. But to kind of, like, talk about MJF. His promo against Regal the other day. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, I guess, after that whole Tony Khan, fire me, you bleep, 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 whatever you he said. Fucking, we can curse you fucking Mark. 
on trying, you know, for the kids, you know, whatever kids Classic listen. They should they shouldn't be listening to us because I mark this podcast as explicit. But if fuck there the are kids. fuck the kids. He said it and we we have the warning on there. Um but yeah, like it was more or less we know MJF is gonna do this. Like it, it it's just a given, you know? It's that's what it is. Now, there is a storyline going that MJF is getting beat up by Stokely Hathaway's, like, stable and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're very much painting him like a baby face. Yeah. Now, this or is where... in between her, like how Punk was when he um, did the pipe bomb. I think, and this is something I was watching this morning, and they p- kind of pitched the story, where it's like he paid off uh, Stokely Hathaway's group to beat him down and make it appear as if he is, like, the, oh. the baby face... And, like, he's just using that as, like, a way to kind of get with, like, yeah, to kind of get on the side of Moxley and kind of, like, you know, show that, hey, I'm a good guy. Like, we're going to have a good fight. And then all of a sudden, he's going to pull out that diamond ring and sock him in the face and steal the world championship. Yeah, uh, honestly, I hope he doesn't become a face because MJF is such a good fucking heel. And, like, there's some superstars that should be always be heels and some superstars that always should always be face. Randy MJF, Edge, Edge Miz, Miz, yeah, Miz, MJF, one of those people that should never be face ever. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl and i guess uh kind of branching off to a guy that'll never be faced in the wrestling industry again and way oh my fucking god and let me let me just preface this by saying i and you know this i was a huge cm punk fan when he was in wwe are you saying you're not a fan of him anymore there might be some evidence to conclude that I'm not anymore. Now, I, I like you said earlier in the pod, Triple H might have changed his mind on CM Punk. <laughs> there was rumors like AEW buyout, and then that'll leave Punk up to his own devices, do whatever he wants. And then, you know, could CM Punk jump ship to WWE? 
And let me tell you this. I do not want CM Punk back in WWE. But you wanted him back. You wanted him in AEW. No, honestly, I can live without seeing him in wrestling ever again. No, I mean, I mean, a year ago, like when he, when everyone was like, "Oh, CM Punk to AEW confirmed." Oh, CM Punk. To I was very much on that train because you know you'd think after all that time off and it seemed that like in his return, we even talked about his return. You seen it in his face that like he missed wrestling and you know, that response he got from the fans. But over time, it's just kind of like the same thing. I guess every like anti CM Punk guy was saying before this return, he's a prick. He just wants to show up, get his money, leave. And rightfully so people do that. I mean, Lesnar was doing that for how many years? Just showing up, taking the title, leaving for like six months, coming back. Now he's a full time. Now he's a full timer now. Yeah. I mean, how the tides have turned, but I don't know. Like the way, especially after this brawl out incident, this whole incident happened prior to the brawl out, the freaking um, interview. Yeah. That interview also left a bad taste in my mouth, but I don't know. I just don't think he would be good for that locker room either. I think oh, they're very much fine without him. hundred percent. Uh, now, like, you know, if this was like 2015, 20, well, he got released in 2015. So like 2016, 2017. Yeah. I feel like we did it. But now that we have, we're getting like all these NXT call outs. We have AJ, we have Finn who's on the run of his life. Seth, the run of his life, Roman killing across Drew McIntyre. We really don't need punk. Um, you know, if you want, give Punk, make him a part-timer, like pay him the Legends contract once, like that Saudi money, that blood money. I'll be okay if they put Prong, if they never give him the title on WWE, and, but you know, give him all the stuff, like give him the main event of WrestleMania against Roman, against Cody, and have him that be like, oh, you're the reason why I left AEW, and look, you're, after I left, you just trashed the company. And all that. You can have that dream match. Yeah, like, I'm shocked in saying that I could do without CM Punk and WWE. Because for the longest time, that is all I clamored for. I think the redemption arc. But I think there also comes a time, and this happened with Ultimate Warrior, where things were just so bad between them, the WWE and Ultimate Warrior. Goldberg, I mean, you go down the name of all the legends that had problems. But with him specifically, the way he handled himself in that locker room. Again, I don't really know the whole story. I'm not, not going to the locker room. The, the, also the press, dude, just for yeah. go off script pipe bomb, um, right in front of your boss. Like, come on, what, yeah, what, for Tony Khan not to do anything. Yeah, well, that's Tony Khan. Is Tony Khan? You know that. But yeah. like, the, it's like, why would Punk? And Punk all the journalists were trying to avoid the questions. And Punk's like, no, no, let's talk about Cole Cabana and how he shares a bank account with his mom, blah, 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 and all that. Like, Punk, no one's asking about these questions. Well, why do you keep bringing it back? He really is a prick after that. We saw that, you know, up up screen and personal. We never really believed in WWE when Triple H's like, oh, Vince would be like, oh, he was hard to work with. He didn't want, he was always a loner, didn't want to say anything. And now we kind of, Triple H, we're sorry. We, as part of fans, you were right, we were wrong. Yeah, you got to admit it, because like there has been people saying this for years that CM Punk just is a bad human. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and just trash the man. He has done great things in the wrestling business. But the way you handle yourself in the general public, the way you handled 
saying whenever you got to AEW, there's so many young talents here that I want to work with. I hear I want to work. I want to be, you know, the guy and really try to help bring other people up. And then not only honestly a calendar year later going, I'm old, I'm hurt. I don't like this anymore. These kids are assholes. Yeah. And it's like, really? Like, again, we don't know the whole thing. And who am I to start casting stones in the wrestling business? But it just kind of like sucks, like as a fan of CM Punk, like back whenever he was at his height in WWE to now and how he's pretty much been vilified. I, Mm -hmm. I, I honestly don't think WWE needs him. I really don't. Like you say that, I honestly think it's um like I said, I, I think he'd be okay if he comes for um literally like I said, part timer. Make him make him um a part timer and give him you know like I said, would you so you want to be okay if he's a part timer though? All right, so if he's a part timer and he's used to elevate people like Drew McIntyre, you know Cody. Like, even a fight with Roman, that'd be... Again, it would... Honestly, all this deal would boil down to is how much money Punk would generate for WWE. And let me tell you, you thought Cody coming to the WWE generated a lot of money for them? Punk coming back would... They wouldn't be able to keep those shirts in stock, like, ever. Like, AEW would happen. Just imagine, like, Cult of Personality hits. And let's just say they give them that WrestleMania main event. I mean, who am I to like disagree with making billions of dollars at that point? But I, mean, I, I just personally don't think the locker room or even talent-wise, WWE doesn't really need them. I know I, I I agree with you, and you got to think. You know, people say in wrestling, you never say never, especially in WWE, you never say yeah. never. Just look, they're fucking by getting blood money next week for Saudi Arabia. That's right. For, for Crown Jewel. So, and I, I feel like WWE, you can have him. You can give Punk his own locker. Be like, all right, you don't have to deal with any of the people. You don't have to deal with the boys in the locker room. You can just be by yourself. Do that. And you have your match and you can go. That's all you can do. That's what we want. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, done, done, make done. it the gimmick. He's just there for the money. Yeah. And he and then you can justify the gimmick and he'll only show up for like, Three or four, like he's like Goldberg did. Like, yeah. just have him show up for like two months, and then he can dip, or he can come around for like a WrestleMania season kind of and run. Expe- you know? And especially now that he's injury prone, you've seen he just came back from an injury, yeah. and now he get injured injured again. Like, give him that, and then you know what? Allure him with a main event WrestleMania match, and then boom! After that, you get your money's worth, and you can sign Punk home. Punk gets his main event match at WrestleMania. You get money from people buying his T-shirt. I'm so mad they pulled they pulled his hockey jersey. They yeah. had a hockey jersey on AEW and should have pulled the hockey. trigger. No, I've they they stopped it. They because yeah. everyone got a refund. There's one guy at Comic Con had he got a prototype of it signed by CM Punk for worth five hundred five hundred dollars. I was gonna drop him five hundred dollars for it, but it was an XL hoodie, and I was like, nope, not gonna do it. You're a smart man with your money. I, I, don't, know, I don't know about that. Depends uh, on the day. Yeah, it depends on the day. But so if Punk does come back to AW, um, WWE, who, who should he fight? I think the logical, like, top guy versus top guy, Roman. The better story would be Cody. 
Yeah. I think that's that's a given, you know, oh, that that right there. Or if you really want to get, you know, fancy, let's let's bring Cena in. I was about to say Cena, I was I mania Cena and Punk. I mean, shoot. I would I wouldn't turn that down. I wouldn't. Like I I I was just talking smack about him, but let's be honest. If you throw if you give me Cena versus Punk, Man. Cody versus Punk, Rock versus Punk. Round 2, Punk going over. I, why not? Like let's cuz nowadays it just seems like WWE is listening to our podcast and they're taking our ideas. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm out on Punk in WWE, but if I had to pick my poisons, give me Cody versus Punk, Mania, SummerSlam, something like that. You know what? One match. Punk, CM Punk, main eventing WrestleMania. Closer. McMahon. Vince McMahon. Special guest referee. (laughs) No, but you have it as the WWE guy versus the guy who left the company. Yeah. Now, remember that last match was on an episode of Raw for the, getting a shot against Rock and Wrestling Twenty Nine. They fucking tore that house down. Yep. That match on a t- on a live television too. That match was no reason to be that good for a live, for Raw TV back in two thousand and thirteen. Should have not been that good. Yeah, I like no retrospective. Right. I like that the is- retrospective of we'd only get those style of matches like once every couple months, but now it just seems like every week or so oh, yeah. we're getting especially that quality. With Chip, especially with Triple H now in charge. It's just like yeah. shit. But if he does go, say everything works out over in EW, Punk comes back. Does he go feudal John Moxley for the title? Oh, I never lost my title. That's my title. Or does he go against Kenny Omega and have that one-on-one? Yes. You dog can't call, do dog, that. Dog collar fight. You, uh, if he comes back again, it's like the same thing with WWE. If he comes back to AEW, they're printing money for several months moving forward because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, what's CM Punk gonna say when he's in the ring?" Or like the Bucks are out there and then his music hits. That that's money to be made right there. But there is more money to be made here on the Get Comfy podcast. So you might want to go check out other shows like the Get Comfy Lowdown, the Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Podcast every single Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the best in the world. What up, guys? Your least favorite podcast host, Aim on the Mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.